Hey, I think I'm ready. Let me get everything in order here. Got my pins. All right. Hey, I think we're I think we're here. Welcome back to episode five of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. I'm your host Brent Carlson. I'm still your host, and I'm still Brent Carlson. Hey, we want to welcome everybody back, and we hope you've told your friends, you've told everybody you know about the podcast. We're still growing, we're still learning. We know it's early in the process, but we're having a good time. Anyway, we've been on a hiatus the last what three weeks, two weeks. Uh, we've had cotton harvest. We've actually had to farm a little bit and um, farm a whole lot. We've been doing uh, most of the cotton harvest. We got a little bit left, but uh, we've just found that we were getting in about nine thirty every night for the last thirty days, and we just found it hard to really fit in a good quality podcast in that amount of time. So we've held off, and uh, hopefully you followed our tweets and uh, our our failed promises, our broken promises, saying we're going to have a podcast last week. And I tweeted again this week that we're going to have a podcast, I promise, this week. And I just, I'm too good of a person not to put it out. But nonetheless, before we go any further, we want to make sure everybody's following us. You can follow us on Twitter, at Trader Brent. That's right, at Trader Brent. Crack spread, Fred. If you're listening, I still don't know what your real name is, but hey, anytime. Well, let's meet up. Anyway, he thinks Radar Ricky Ricardo. Is it Ricardo? It's been too long. Ricardo De La Serio. He needs his own Twitter Twitter page. I don't know. I can't even hardly put down more than enough stuff to keep mine interesting, let alone another fake guy. Nonetheless, uh, follow us on Twitter. We're also on every freaking platform we can think of. We're on TuneIn. We're on. We're not on Spotify yet. We're on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Google Play, everything. I mean, if you if it's out there, chances are you're gonna hear us. So, got that all out of the way. Okay, cotton harvest. It's been great, wonderful. It's so awesome that we were looking forward to it to being over three days after it started. Breakdowns, wind breakdowns, fire trucks breakdown, more fire trucks, and breakdown. And that's where we're at now. Let let's, let's let me give you a recap of what's taken place so far. We've done a few bearings. We've done some saw blades. We've done some belts, some brushes, two belts that were really fun to put back on. And really, the breakdown of the burn down. We've burned down two modules. Well, we didn't. I mean, the wind did. And now, if for all of you that aren't in cotton country, a cotton module is a basically a bus-sized cotton ball. Okay, and uh, of course we're not the only ones, so we're not going to just cry up against the wall and say it's all us, but uh, we've burned down two of those, had two of those burned down, and we've almost burned down the stripper twice. Once when I was running it, and just two days ago, when my, or no, last night when my brother was running it. Now when I did it, it was more of a smoldering, could have been bad thing. Last night... I was actually off duty, if you want to call it that. I was at home. Get a text, says, almost burnt the stripper to the ground. And now, if I was in college, I wouldn't even gotten my shirt on. I'd already been in the truck headed to wherever that was. But fast forward 10 years, we're not there anymore. I still, I got my clothes on this time. And so we were only stripping about two miles away from our house. So I got there pretty quick. This was about... This whole incident that happened, stripper caught on fire, brother smelled it, 
two seconds later, a nephew got on the radio and said, you're on fire, and not in a good way. This cotton stripper has got a basket on the back of it, about a 15 by 15 foot cube, full of cotton. Now I'm convinced the most combustible material ever created by the good Lord himself. Well, apparently, Satan was standing behind the curtain when God was making this stuff, because when the basket when the basket dumped out this cotton, it looked like Lucifer had just gotten off a 48-hour meth dose and yacked up all his intestines and his stomach because it was liquid fire coming out of this machine. Everybody was fortunate to be alive. We had our good, trusty 1,000-gallon water tank, air compressor standing by, hosed it down, and all we got away with, long story short, wire, a couple wires got melted. No hoses, nobody's hurt. There was about a four-foot-tall pile of cotton around the deck, around the cab, that fortunately didn't catch on fire. Nonetheless, that's some of the stuff that we've dealt with this uh, cotton harvest. So be careful out there, everybody. We said in our last episode, it's harvest time. Everybody needs to be safe. Well, hey, a um, little bit of a... We got that kind of out of the way now. A uh, little bit of a rundown. We've been getting some good reviews on our... Um, not so much Brent's thoughts, which is my thoughts, which is kind of concerning, but... More on our uh, guest, uh, our guests that we have on, and some of our advertisements. So before we go any further, we're going to get to Radar Ricardo. Uh, we know he's um, he's kind. Of, I have to be honest with you; he's kind of starting to get the big head. Uh, you know, he's gone national, uh, coast to coast, border to border. So he's really getting kind of high and mighty. And um, Joe Brickner, he's uh, really brought us a pretty good business in with his sponsorship. Uh, he's already starting to show a. Quite a few more Dicamba cases coming into his office, uh, Dicamba Drift uh, there in the Midwest. And uh, so we're going to hear from him once again. Uh, who else we got? Uh, let's see. We've got, uh, oh, Dan Glee. He's back. He's going to give us a market report down there at the Big Lake Cattle Mart. So um, without further ado, let's. Uh, we're going to go to Joe Brickner. He's going to give us his, uh, push us out of his spot, and then we're going to go to Radar Ricardo. So um, stay tuned to this message, and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, Joe Brickner here, your good buddy and attorney at law. Let me ask you a question. If you've been out in the shop all week trying to impress your lady with some special project you're putting together and you're fastening it all together with a bunch of Phillips headed screws only to use the wrong size Phillips head screwdriver and strip out every last screw you had. Sure, you were too cheap to go flag down that snap-on truck that just drove by your house for the last week, but that's not your fault. As a matter of fact, that's our motto. Hell, that's our phone number. 1-800-IT'S-NOT-YOUR-FAULT. Not only are we going to go after that cheap manufacturer that made those Phillips-headed screws, hell, we're going to sue everybody named Phillips. Uncle Phillips, Aunt Phillips, Hell, even the Apostle Phillips, we're coming after everybody. You just give us their phone number because we're going to screw the people that gave you the screws a good screwing. Joe Brickner, attorney at law, your farm accident advocate. Call us today. Also, if you try to put metric nut on a standard bolt, give us a call. Hey, 
enough of that. Let's get into the weather. That's what you're really here for after all, huh? Ah? Ah. We're looking at the temperature map. Not much red, not much green, mostly blue. Oh, it's blue all the way from the mountains, all the way to Iowa, Illinois, Indiana. Hey, it looks bluer than your palotas on the last single de mayo. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, listen, we've got our first named snowstorm of the season. Snowstorm. Carlos? Nah, that can't be right. <laughs> they don't name them Spanish names. It's just for those pizza gringos in the Northeast Corridor. I don't know. Hey, they live it. They love it. They visit it. And nonetheless, one to two feet of snow. Hey, you saw that buffalo game? Huh? They played in like six inches of pizza snow. They put it. They put the picture football, and it plopped. It plopped like that flop shot last week at the golf course. Hey, nonetheless, you watch it. One to two feet of snow. I don't care how white you are. You stay in the picture house. It's gonna gobble you up. Hey, before we go any further, we gotta recognize our sponsor this week, huh? Joe Frickner. Hey, we were all building a fence. Ah, uh, building a fence. I know. It's around our backyard. Nothing taller than that. Anyway, hey, it fell on Carlos, it fell on Sancho, hey, it wasn't our fault. If we don't get, hey, we use 2 and 5 eighths pipe, hey, they call for 2 and 7 eighths, but you know, whatever, it's not our fault. Joe Breaker, they'll get you out of that bind, they'll get you out of that mess. Hey, as always, you follow us online, we don't have no pizza Twitter, that's for Brent, that's for Gringos. Brent, as always, it's a pleasure, back to you. Hey, Gloria, get your culo back over here, huh? Hey, thanks, Radar Ricardo. Good as always. Real real informative, I guess. Hey, before we get down to down to Big Lake, Texas with Dan Glee, I, I tell you, I'm watching Monday Night Football right now, and they're playing in Miami. It's New England, Miami, and Bill Belichick is standing there in Miami with a freaking hooded sweatshirt on. Now, I'm not going to say who he looks like, but our coaches in the professional sporting arena – the coldest-natured people in the world. Because you watch any World Series, hell, even any Midsummer Series in freaking Atlanta, and these coaches are wearing long sleeves with the jackets, and, I don't know, they may be having the muff ears on. I'm not sure. But that's almost as bad as the football NFL football referees and the hugging orgy they have every time a flag is thrown. You just just watch. Every time a flag is thrown, all five of these dudes are cuddling up like it's some spa day at the Old Man Resort down in Florida. It, it's really sickening. They're hugging. They're grabbing. They're pinching, I think. There's, somebody should throw a penalty on these guys. Anyway, I'm sorry. That has nothing to do with Dan Glee. But we're going to get down to Dan Glee. Uh, it's been a while. We, we need a market report. We need to get a test on those... Uh, on all those uh, feeder cattle uh, going out on wheat this week and uh, last, actually the last couple months, getting, getting everybody out on wheat, getting the hot wire broke, and uh, getting them all straightened out. So, uh, But without further uh, any, any further delay, let's go down to Dan. Dan Glee down at the Big Lake Cattle Mart. Dan, what do you have for us this week? Well, Brad, hey, thanks again once uh, once more for letting us uh, come on to the podcast here. I got to be honest with you, Brent. I don't know what the hell the podcast is. I thought this was a damn radio spot. Brent, last time we talked to you, that damn cattle was stronger. Well, I don't know what the hell happened with these damn heifers. They fell out of bed like a fat woman after Halloween night. Because these damn feeder heifers, they're 3 to $6 lower. Hell, their damn brothers are 2 to $8 lower. Dang, the only thing that's higher is these damn steer cows 
there's a damn coleslaw we got down at the cafe. Yeah, don't, I'll get to Lou I'll get to that damn one in a minute. These damn steer calves, they're seven dollars higher. These people are putting these damn calves out on wheat faster than you shake a stick at it. I tell you what, Brent. But once again, these are these new damn order buyers we got out here. I tell you what. So, you know, some of them are pretty decent. Some of them are pretty honest. But I tell you, for the rest of them, let, let me tell you something. I was quick checking Fred Heffern's last week, and I'm deeper in that today than I was on that fine day. I'm here to tell you right now. I don't know what to tell you these damn kids these days. Nonetheless, Grant, feed yards are filling up to the brim with hopes to finish cattle out and bring in some more well-conditioned lighter calves to replenish the supply. Now, let me tell you a little bit. I, I mentioned Luann earlier in this broadcast. I tell you what, she's had a tough old month. Hell, I think she was out on that cotton stripper this past week. She damn near lit the world on fire with that son of a bitch. I tell you, hold on, hold on a second. Man. What? You bring that coleslaw over here, I'll slap it and throw it right in your face. What do you think about that? Get that coleslaw out of here. Oh, Brent, I, I, I gotta quit doing that. That's just terribly inappropriate. Uh, anyway, nonetheless. Brent, we're gonna we're gonna bring you some kids next week. We're gonna have a couple schools. I'm gonna show them around. Oh hell, I think we're I think we're nutting out some bulls, putting in the steers next week. It's gonna be one hell of an education. We're gonna be palpating bread heifers all week. You should see the looks on these kids' faces. I tell you what. I don't know if they're looking at a kefir being bred or a damn lollipop being pulled out of a slot machine. It's going to be one hell of a time. You tell your kids to come on down. It's better than Halloween. Well, Brent, I don't know what else to tell you other than to come down to this big lake cattle market. I told you last time, we're just the biggest market there in Texas. We'll market the damn fish out of the cattle. You come even down, we'll even have Lou in the big damn state. What do you think about that, Brent? Joe Brickner, he, hell, he bought two pins last week. He's going to turn them things over at $200 a head profit. Brent, thanks again. We'll be back next week with a daily market report in Big Lake, Texas at the Big Lake Cattle Mart. Well, hey, thanks, Dan. That's a good, solid market report as always. We're like, we like to hear at least the steer calves are doing better. We know those feeder calves have had a hard lick in the last two or three weeks ever since we've been back on the podcast, but. Nonetheless, hey, that's the ebb and flow of the market. You go up, you go down. Not everybody can buy Bitcoin when it's 50 cents a piece. Yeah, Bitcoin, that's not a bubble. Now, for those of you that are unaware what Bitcoin is, it's an imaginary currency. They call it a cryptocurrency to make it sound like it is something, but it's actually nothing. But it's actually worth a lot of money, even though it's not anything, which is a lot, even though it's nothing. But sometimes everything is nothing. But nonetheless, that, that's what it's worth. Like, you can go into your game board collection, get out your Monopoly $100 bills, and uh, you're going to find out that you can buy just as much with that as you can with a Bitcoin. But I digress. I just wish I had some back two years ago. That way I could have gotten out at when it was $100 instead of, you know, what is it, 17000 right now. Nonetheless, you hit some, you don't hit some. It's time for Ag Twitter. You hear that music. You know what it means. It's into the weeds. Well, this week, we're going to talk about our different ag chats that we've run across over our time this year. Uh, let's see. We've got, we're going to go ahead and start out with our favorite. Now, we don't want to leave anybody out, but we're probably going to leave somebody out. 
because frankly, we can't participate in every single chat that goes on. And as much as and we love podcasts, obviously, we hope you love podcasts, but there are getting a lot of podcasts out there. So you need to pick your favorites. Hopefully this is one of them, but support your ag broadcasters. Well, let's get into our, our first and favorite chat is the Fran Happy Hour. Now, we just love this. I actually had to uh, put an alarm on my phone to remind me because for the lack of said the last month, we've been harvesting cotton and it's been nothing but fun. Fortunately, the cotton stripper has row guides, so you can do a whole lot more tweeting when you're on the cotton stripper. When you're on the bow buggy, there ain't no stopping. The module builder, you can go ahead and plan an invasion of a major country. That's how much time you got on that thing. Nonetheless, we really enjoy the Fran Happy Hour. Lots of good folks on there. Uh, we can name drop all day. Uh, you know, you've got your shark farmer on there. And we were actually scrolling through uh, last week's uh, farm uh, Fran Happy Hour. And uh, question six, and, and we just ran past this as we were scrolling through. Question six was, what was the first vehicle? We'll include farm equipment, and this is in parentheses. We'll include farm equipment because that's likely the answer. Okay, what was the first vehicle you drove? We just ran across this, mind you. We didn't pick this out. We didn't look for it. But Ole, Ole Karstad? Anyway, his Twitter handle's at CollegeBoy75. You know what his answer was? Yeah. This is this is the level you're going to get in the uh, ag Twitter chats. His answer was, your mom. <laughs> And in parentheses, he said somebody had to say it. So this is uh, this is what you're going to get in these ag Twitter chats. Lots of constructive, lots of informative talk. The sad thing is, is I laughed at that. I thought it was funny. It wasn't original, but it was funny. Nonetheless, I'm going to scroll down here. Uh, a lot more questions. People talk about their favorite uh, tractors. How about... <laughs> and I'm, Okay, I just ran past this gym. I don't know, even know how to say this guy's name. I don't even know if it's a real person, but I don't care. His name is Viren D'Souza. I don't know if he's related to uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, his Twitter handle is at Milkabot. And uh, the question was, post a random fact about yourself. And his answer, this is, I love it. I once interviewed for a job to edit porn. Disappointingly, I didn't get the job. Whoa. That is something you don't run across every day. It's not even ag related. Well, hey. When it comes to porn, it's it, it's morally bad, but it better not be related to agriculture. That's all I got to say, because if it is, you've got trouble. You've got problems. You need a therapist. Well, I don't even think we're going to get to the other ag chats. Uh, I'm just going to keep scrolling because this is gold. Uh, let's see here. Uh, apparently, you also find out people's little habits and uh, who's cheap, who's not cheap. Gracie Weinzerell, uh, Twitter handle at FarmKidBlog. Her answer to uh, this uh, random fact about yourself, I'm cheap and haven't bothered to turn on the heat in my apartment yet. It's a balmy 64 degrees in here. And she's got a little, that little smiley face with the sunglasses like she's trying to catch some rays. Uh, Gracie, it's okay. I I'm sure you can handle it to get it to 72 or 71. I mean, I like cold as much as the next person. Get a little ridiculous there, Gracie. Here's another guy we just followed this week. Wendell Shum, Scum. I hope it's not scum. His Twitter handle's at WD Scum S C H U M M. He says, an interesting fact, I once let my driver's license expire and had to call my dad to come pick me up after getting pulled over for speeding. I was 35. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, I want to know a little interesting fact about me. 
I got pulled over in driver's ed in the driver's ed car. I was cruising along 62 and a 55. I knew what I was doing. The coach slash driver's ed teacher was sitting over doing his uh, zone defense on his notepad over there in the passenger seat. Had no idea. Guy, the freak, this freaking highway patrol pulled around, whipped around, and, and I'm like, this guy is not pulling me over. Surely not. Surely this bag doesn't have the gall to pull over a kid driving in the driver's ed car. Hey, I, I felt like some terrorist walking around with a pipe bomb. Nonetheless, I got stopped, got a warning, and as usual, I got a head shake from the coach. Usually I'm sitting on a bench when they're doing that to me, but this time it was in the car. Just more and more frivolity. You go, okay, uh, we mentioned uh, Fran Happy Hour. There's also Ag Chat. There's also um, Farmer and the City Girl. We really like Farmer and the City Girl. Uh, everybody talks a lot of crap to Rob Sharkey. Um, I really hate to keep dropping his name, but he's just such an easy target. Uh, nonetheless, uh, we're going to get out of here because uh, we're getting to our time limit. Uh, we want to keep all y'all's attention hot and heavy. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening to Ag Twitter. And once again, uh, we're, we're sorry that we had to stay away for the last oh, three weeks because of this, this harvest thing that it's kind of important to farmers. But uh, nonetheless, we had to do it, and we just couldn't find time to really get in a podcast that we liked in there. So, uh, you know, keep tuning in. We're going to really try to keep them coming every week now that uh, we're starting to wrap up. We've got a little bit left out there in the field, but uh, we're still going to uh, keep it coming at you. And hopefully we, we might have a few. Hopefully we'll have a few new sponsors show up, maybe a couple of uh maybe maybe a market commentary report uh from the floor of the chicago uh chicago mercantile exchange even though i don't think there's anybody there anymore we might have to go to a computer room but anyway hey thanks for listening uh we hope you tune in next week and uh once again follow us on twitter at trader brent at trader brent and then all the platforms soundcloud itunes google play uh i don't know maybe they'll make one up this week but once again from all of us here at the Dryline Farmer Podcast, we're going to ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, brought to you by the Dryline Farmer Podcast, and by Brent. Dryline Farmer Podcast, all racks reserved, 2017.